Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show. Jim Rosati joining me is Tyler. Tyler, the Pirates get swept. They lose their seventh in a row, lose 10 to 1. How's your Sunday going? <laughs> uh, it's It's been rough, man. This is not enjoyable baseball to watch. Um, we got to watch the game together, kind of. Wasn't a fun bonding experience. No. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, Tyler and I were playing PlayStation. You know, we were playing MLB the show, and we I had I had the game on the other TV, so we were basically just yelling at each other the whole time about how frustrating this team is to watch currently. But yeah, uh, they lose their seventh in a row. It's their second consecutive um, series being swept. Uh, today was just pretty ugly all around. Uh, they was a ten to one game. They did make it sort of interesting for like five minutes uh, in the yeah. bottom of the eighth. Um, other than that, though, um, just a a hard game to watch. Just not a fun experience all overall. Uh, Rowanzi Contreras struggled. Uh, one of one of the worst starts we've seen from him this year. The offense again, just getting nothing done. Um, and then you know bullpen kind of held it together there at the beginning, but then Ch- but Chase DeYoung was just terrible chase young was terrible um so it all culminated to a big big loss and the pirates are now 20 and 15 they're still somehow in first place tyler still in first yeah not for long um unfortunately we i i think we all came into the this these two series at least hoping that the pirates could get two games out of these six games zero that one's tough to swallow getting swept twice, really not competing much at all. Um, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong all at once, and uh, all the guys that were flying higher now landing. It was not a good week. No, and, and I want to actually highlight this this comment because we were talking about it. Like in that eighth inning when the Pirates did have like their one chance to, to make something happen, I mentioned like this team hasn't executed on offense at all this this whole past week. They every single chance that they've gotten to do something offensively, they failed. Um, and today they had a chance to, um, you know, they had a chance to make you know make something happen there in the bottom of the eighth. You know, they they had bases loaded. Uh, they could have tied the game and they go strike out and uh, pop out or something like that. So yeah. just not um, just, just again, just lack of execution. And, and it's not just bases loaded. It's bases loaded one out and mm-hmm. previous in the season, oh, wow. we saw them get the job done there. Yeah. We saw the sacrifice fly. We saw them go the other way. We saw anything but a strikeout. 
the length that we saw line up, it's really been hampered by injuries, but fundamentally they're just really bad right now. Right. And, and that's the thing, like before when they were winning, they were doing all the little things, right? They were manufacturing runs when they needed to. They were, they were coming up with the three run homer when they needed to, they were, they were stealing bases when they needed to, they were playing defense when they needed to, they were, they were making big outs and big pitches when they needed to. Now, just none of that is happening, and they're they're not doing any of the little things right. And we're not doing any of the little things right. It basically means you're not doing any big things right, and that's that's kind of what we've seen. It's just been it's just been bad, bad baseball, bad defense, bad pitching, bad situational hitting, right. and it's it, it's gone on now for a week. Uh, so they really need to wake up. Rockies coming in town next uh, next. Uh, where were we? <laughs> Where were we? So just to fill everybody in, this is part two. Part one, you can go back and see. We were in a groove. We were talking. And then, you know, we have a little studio here. We can see, like, who's hopping in and out of the stream. And, you know, some other members of NS9 who shall remain nameless were just hopping in here. And apparently they screwed with something. And they ended the entire previous stream. So they have been yelled at, the two. To call quite them. a bit they have been yelled at and we're back now so where were we well just like us not doing little things well the pirates that we're not doing little things well right now that's uh, that's where we were yeah um yeah little things well there are a few people who are part of this brand who did not do the live the little things well today and they will be reprimanded but uh, yeah, here we are. So back to the little things. Pirates didn't do them very well. Um, and, and like I said, when they're not doing the little things well, they're just they're not going to win games. And they're they're they've, it's just been a poor, poor, poor baseball performance the last week. And and today, today might have been the worst out of all of them, to be honest with you. Today was bad. I don't know, man. There's been a lot of bad baseball this week, but today just kind of emulated the entire week. Yeah. Let's kind of start with let's start with Contreras rough outing really kind of from the get go. Um, you know, he gives up the run in the first inning, which should have been unearned. Mark Mathias had a play where he was a backhanded play on the other side of second base, threw the ball to first, drew Santana off the back. Should have probably been an E4. They ruled it a single. I have no idea how that's a single. Yeah. He could have had two outs on that play. It was a pretty routine ground ball from yeah. the looks of it. So that ends up going down as a single. And because of that, the Blue Jays score their first run of the game. Um, I will say this with Contreras, the curveball, he was throwing that a lot more today uh, than than normal. He threw a total of, I can get the, the, the breakdown here. He threw 18 curveballs today. Um, I feel like his last start, he only threw maybe like yeah. six, somewhere in He's that usually, area. He has been using it a little bit more, but today normally it's under 10 today he really ramped it up but i wonder if that's kind of a sign of him not really believing in his fastball right now and he needs something other than a slider yeah i'm not really sure what to think of it because he had a 56 percent whiff rate on that mm-hmm. curveball today it was so, good so it was it could have been just like maybe he didn't feel like his other pitches were on or maybe he was in the bullpen and he was like my curveball's doing really yeah. good today so i i don't i don't know um because, because yeah, like he was getting a lot of swings and misses off of that curveball, and I said not necessarily a pitch he typically goes to all the time. Um, it was hit 
relatively hard when they he, did. he hung it a few times when when contact was made it was it was hit pretty hard uh but but yeah generating a lot of swings and misses with the curveball today um i don't know it, it i feel like we're we're kind of waiting for Contreras to kind of have this like breakout start he's put together some solid pitching performances i know you know you and i were talking during the game and you mentioned like man I'd, i would just love to see him just like dominate a start. And, and I guess we, you know, that red start six and two thirds gave a run struck out eight. That was, that was a yeah. pretty That's damn a good pretty start. Good. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he seems to have a lot of success really when he's not like striking out a ton of batters. Yeah. Um, when he's able to induce the weak contact, that usually means his commands on uh, and they got to at least locate the fastball because today really he didn't locate anything. Um, and right now it's not even just, uh, Ronzi, just somebody has got to be a stopper here. Yeah. And one of these guys in this rotation has to be the guy to step up and just pitch it. They got to pitch a gym the way the offense is playing. And you were really hoping it would be row today. Unfortunately, it's, it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. I mean, you hope it's Keller tomorrow who also looked really good in his yeah. start in Tampa Bay and just the defense failed him right um so yeah they're gonna they're gonna look to 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 try to put together a win and like i said it's nice that they've got a you know a lower quality opponent coming into town now after these two rough series you know against tampa bay and toronto but uh but yeah you you meant you talked about it earlier like you would have loved to have won two out of these six games and you know you get swept in in tampa bay and you're like okay let's like if we win if we win this toronto series it's fine like two out of two out of six we'll take it um and then the the sweep happens again so just can't imagine that uh vibes are too good in that clubhouse can't imagine people are having too much fun right now hopefully you know we've we've heard all these stories about how the veteran presence in the clubhouse has helped it has surely helped when times were going good Mm -hmm. Now, is it going to help when times are going bad? Like that's that's kind of what what the storyline is right now. Is okay. It's hard to have fun when you lose seven games in a row. So, what are these guys going to do to turn it around? Oh yeah, their medals definitely getting tested right now, um, and not just the team, but Derek Shelton's got to earn that contract now. This is a spot where a manager has to somehow push every magical button possible and keep this from turning into a major skid that just ruins the entire season. Yeah, no, that, you're hundred percent correct. And I want to just highlight this comment too, from uh, wireless grapes. He says, you know, in Tampa Santana said not yet to having a conversation about the losing. I think it might be the time to do that. And, and I agree. I think back to back sweeps, probably time to have one of those talks and say, you know, Hey, you know, yeah, we're, we're, we're dealing with injuries. We're, we're dealing with umpires. We, we need to just not worry about that stuff and play and play, you know, the way we were playing before. Um, but yeah, Santana in there, you know, you've got Andrew McCutcheon, uh, hopefully those two, you know, alongside the pitching, uh, maybe Rich Hill Velazquez, if he's, if he's still around, but yeah, they, uh, they need a win bad. Like they need, they just need something to go their way. Yeah. And it starts with just getting back to being scrappy. That's how that's how they started the year so well. They were able to take bases. They got the infield singles. They got the bunt singles. 
they were taking base hits away from the other team, stretching what should have been a single into a double. Right now, we talked about it earlier. The strikeouts are really rising. They weren't as bad today. The last week, the swings and misses have been really bad. Situational hitting's been really bad. Before it was somebody different all the time that was stepping up, and it was yep. someone new every day. Right now, they desperately need just one guy to step up because none of them are right now. Yeah, and I think uh, I, I think you know Brian Reynolds has played well through this stretch. Okay, Brian Hayes had a good day today, two for four with a walk, so he got on base three times. He also stole two bases. Uh, Key Brian Hayes did so. Yeah, but but someone's got to like. Someone's got to hit a three-run homer. Yeah, someone's got to hit a three-run homer right. sometime soon. A pitcher has to go out there and pitch seven scoreless innings. Like what? Like that? The Pirates need that sort of thing to happen, and it hasn't. And and they're they're kind of desperate for it right now. Yeah, tomorrow's a huge day for Mitch Keller because this is a moment where I think I would want Mitch Keller on the mound here. If yep. you give me one guy to put on the mound tomorrow after seven games, kid, it's 1,000% Mitch Keller. Agreed. It's a really big spot for him to stop this right now. They need a stopper in this rotation. Yeah, and, and they, uh, they're they turning to their best guy, who who is Keller, and he's shown time in, time out. He's going to give you a chance to win the baseball game when he starts and – and yeah, he's got to do. He's got to do more than that. He he needs to not just give you a chance to win uh, tomorrow. He needs to win tomorrow. He needs to be the reason they win tomorrow. Yep, I, I'm with you 100%. because the bats just they're not going to be there. There's not enough depth in this lineup at this point with all the injuries. Yeah, they really got to lean on the pitching right now. Which which again hasn't been like I mean Contreras gave up the five runs today, and we you know again. Not what you want to see. He does go five innings, which at least you get that out of him. Um, Moretta, Hernandez both looked real solid out of the bullpen yet again. Moretta had, has had a really good week. Um, I think he's had four straight scoreless appearances this week. Jose Hernandez continues to to, to look like he belongs. Um, let's do. Let's touch on Chase DeYoung, though. Chase DeYoung pitches the eighth and the ninth. He gives up five runs in the ninth inning. Um that ball he gave the home run he gave up to on um, was it Dalton Varsho? That Dalton Varsho, yeah. it, 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 pretty sure that that landed in the Allegheny, or at least hopped in there on a, on a couple bounces. Uh, absolutely crushed. So, I guess my question to you is: fifty pitches out of Chase DeYoung today, he gives up five runs. His ERA is now ten point six one. Is this the last time we've ever seen Chase? Are we done? Will we ever see Chase DeYoung in a Pirates uniform again? I would I would hope so. Uh, this was his swan, his swan song. I think it's about time to ship him off. It, they, they're going to have to make a move here soon with Velasquez. They're going to need another. They don't really need one, but they'll probably make another move for an arm here. Um, I'd imagine it might be Ortiz, but the Youngs are the the obvious guy to go here. Yeah, I'm with you. I think um, you know, I, I think every single Pirates. <laughs> fan out there kind of peg chase the young as like the just the ideal regression candidate this year and you're seeing it in a pretty big way um he's just he's been bad he's been bad all season long he was on the il for a bit there but he and this was his four let's see this was his this was his fifth game um the pirates haven't won a single game he has pitched in um and He's given up a run now 
in four out of those five appearances, just, just simply not getting the job done last, last year, you know, the peripherals didn't look good, but the ERA was there this year. Peripherals aren't good. (laughs) ERA is not good either. Yeah. And these, these weren't bloopers. He was giving up some shots. It was batting practice. I I'm fully okay. If we're done with chase the young. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's probably the guy to go. Like I said, they're going to need a starting pitcher on Tuesday, which means you got to make a 26-man uh, roster decision there. Uh, and I can't imagine anyone else losing their spot uh, other than him right now. Uh, he's just not – he has not been performing. And uh, Tuesday, probably Luis Ortiz getting the start, I would imagine, uh, which means Chase Young uh, – Probably not on this team anymore. I, but you never know. There could be a fan of my L stint somewhere because we do know how this team loves to hang on to guys as long as humanly possible. Maybe Chase Young gets another fan of my L stint. I, I don't know. He doesn't have any options. So, like, if you're going to get rid of Chase Young, that's a DFA. Well, they'll probably keep him around and send someone else to the IL. <laughs> yeah, that's your you know, so. That'll be our luck. <laughs> um, real quick on the offense again, Key Brian Hayes. Back-to-back multi-hit games. Uh, you seen anything there, or is he just kind of his his hard-hit balls with no launch angle, or just kind of finding holes right now? Today, it was a big example of his hard-hit balls with no launch angle, or just finding holes because he just pounded the ball into the ground like usual, yeah. got some hits out of it. I don't know, man. <laughs> you just you're just waiting. We're waiting, waiting. I'm waiting. I, yeah, and. and he gets a longer leash than, than most, you know, when it comes to waiting and that's cause he's so good defensively. So like you can put up with, with this because you see signs offensively from Key Brian Hayes that point to this guy could be good. Like the ball, he, he hits the ball hard. Like there's no doubt there. He hits the ball hard. And that's something that not everybody does. So like he does that one thing already really well. Now it's just a matter of you got to hit the ball hard in the air and not straight into the ground. Um, so I, I, I think, I think he's going to get it eventually. Like, I think he figures it out. I don't know how long that's going to be. That's going to be, it could be, it could be two, two weeks. It could be two months. It could be two years. It could be four years. I think he figures it out just because of how athletic he is, how hard he hits the ball and just his makeup in general, you know, it, by all, all accounts, you know, he's he puts in a ton of work to his craft. So I, I got to think that that is just a recipe for it's going to come together at some point. Just hopefully it doesn't take four years and hopefully it's, you know, four weeks or something like that. Yeah, him him coming around at the plate does a whole lot for this team. They They really do need another impact bat during this rebuild. And Cabrian Hayes is obviously the fit because of everything you just said, the way he can hit the ball, um, the strikeouts not really being obscene. There's enough there that you know he could be a good hitter. It's just we're not seeing it all click together. Yep. I, I think we all know the answer to the question too, like why he's not doing it. Everyone knows why. He just will not change. Yeah, I mean, just it, his general approach right now is not um, suitable for driving the baseball. Uh, and, and until he changes that approach, we're, we're going to see a lot of this, it's, it seems like. 
Um, other news offensively, uh, let's see, Jason DeLay, two more hits. I don't know how much longer you can keep just trotting Austin Hedges out there four to five times a week, but it seems like they're going to do that uh, because uh, Shelton's quote last night apparently was, I like what I see out of Jason DeLay, but his role is not changing anytime soon. He is the backup catcher. So uh, our backup catcher is OPSing right around a thousand right now. Meanwhile, our other catcher is around 300. It's just frustrating. Like it's frustrating. It, it is like, and here's the thing. Jason delay is not a 383 no. hitter. God, right? no. No, he's not, but he's not a 250 hitter. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. But like, you've got to, you, you can't keep playing Austin hedges. I don't know how many times we have to keep saying this. And it's frustrating to watch this guy just like continue to play. Um, I mean, just, delay may get one start per series, you know, it seems like going forward, but at the, at the very gym, at the very least, you have to ride the hot hand. You have no offense right now. There's one guy that's done nothing but hit. And mm-hmm. no matter what, whether we believe it's real or not, cause it's not real. You gotta let him ride it out. And we were relatively quiet on the Austin Hedges stuff when things were going good because when your offense, when everyone, when one through eight is performing, it's fine to have that number nine hitter who sucks. Like you can, you can completely live with it. Yeah. And it's fine. But when the offense starts to sputter, that automatic out at number nine, it gets annoying and you don't want to see it anymore. You want to see someone in there who can maybe hit the ball. And right now delays hitting the ball. Austin hedges isn't so, Yeah, I'm with you. I right now, if, if we're not, if Andy and Henry are not happening, then you have to play delay more than you are right now. You have to, there is no excuse not to play right now. And not to mention, you said the automatic out, it's an automatic out and it's an unproductive out. He doesn't even put together good enough at bats to move a runner. He's terrible at the plate. Yes. Yeah, you, you can't hide him. It does seem like too, every time he gets up, it's in a situation where like you, you could really use something to happen and it just, it doesn't happen ever. Yeah. Like you just need a fly ball. He's incapable of doing it. He can barely put the bat on the ball. Other than that, anything else offensively you want to talk about? Not really. Um, this, this lineup's just bad right now. Yeah. I mean, when, when McCutcheon's not playing, when you've got – yeah, like it's, it's just not good. Like it's not good, especially when McCutcheon's not playing and you're forced to start Miguel Andujar in right field every game. Like it's just – it's not – the length isn't there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Kutch did have a pinch hit appearance today, so that was good news. That uh, is so encouraging. That, Hopefully means he's avoiding any sort of IL stint. Hopefully he can be back for this Colorado series because, yeah, without him, the lineup just gets. Oh, Jesus. I don't think I can watch Miguel Andohar trout out there in right field over and over. He's the worst outfield defender I I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't think the pitchers want to see Andohar out there in right field. It's over and over. It is at PNC, right? It is. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. Because I could not watch him run around Coors Field. Oh no, that would be terrible. Miguel Andohar running around Coors Field. There'd be that triples. was where my immediate thought went. I was like, wait, they already played a Coors. We're okay. There'd be a lot of triples. 
So, um, all right. Well, you want to get out of here? This is part yeah. two. If you haven't watched part one, go back and watch part one. There's nothing really all that crazy in there, but um, yeah. Pirates lose. They get swept for the second time in a row. They're 20 and 15, still somehow in first place. Even if the Brewers win today, uh, they will still be a half game up uh, in the standings. Mitch Keller tomorrow, 635 against the Rockies, against Kyle Freeland. Again, they they need a win, and it's uh, it's a good recipe for a win. They just gotta they just gotta make it happen now. Yeah, someone's gotta stop. Someone's gotta put a stop to it right now. Yep. And you really hope it's Mitch Keller tomorrow. So we'll be back here tomorrow. We'll be also we'll have Starbucks in the morning, but uh, post game show tomorrow. Hopefully, a lot more uh, of a joyous occasion than it's been the past week or so. Let's hope so. All right. See you all. Peace out, Scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.